Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. We're live. We're live. <laughs> you, you create through and are a member of, you know, various different musical projects, right? Uh, yeah. What did this album give you which others hadn't previously? Like, what, what felt unique about this record from a creator's perspective? I think for me, like, the whole nature of this project is, like, I can just explore whatever weird idea I have. You know, I think, like, playing in bands for so long and collaborative things, like, I love the collaborative process. And in a way, it's, re- it's you know, I can be an editor to other people and they can be an editor to me. This is just a kind of realm where no matter how repetitive or like immature or whatever i can just get it out you know that's kind of the like um nature of it like i just literally was always playing in bands forever and i love that and i still do it but it's just a space to like almost be like monomaniacal about certain themes and stuff like that not not really worry or have to run it by someone you know obviously like even this is collaborative with like the other musicians who play on it or, you know, my friend Jarvis who co-produced it. Like there's still some, I'm always going to work with others cause like, cause I just love it so much, but it's the most I can kind of just be unedited in whatever like weird ideas I have or, you know, repeat the same ideas, you know? How is, is the way that you approach the collaboration with this different to, you know, performing in a band with others? So? Yeah. Just that, they're pretty fully formed by the time I show them to someone else, you know, but then I'm still open to the way it can be changed. I mean, to be honest with you, it's almost like to me, it's just a, it's just to express through the lyrics. Like the music is kind of sec. I love the music, but you know, I'm limited in what I can do musically. So the music just serves the stories or the lyrics, you know? And then I think, by the time it gets to someone else, like the lyrics are going to be formed, but I'm open to like, you know, I always, I, I'm just lucky to be friends with such talented musicians so they can often like bring, bring forth some other energy musically. But yeah, I think it's just a place where I like, e- even in a band, sometimes there's like you're self-conscious, even if it's your best friends or whatever. Like, I think that, 
um, this is a place where I try to be as least self-conscious as possible, like lyrically, you know? In terms of lyrics as well, the thing that really stands out about this album is the feeling that every line has, you know, been very kind of carefully taken care of and every line is pushing the story forward or it's delivering a new piece of information. There's seldom a line wasted, you know, it's always doing something. How long did you labor over them for? Was it quite a spontaneous process or was it one where it was refining a lot or... Yeah, how thanks. did that side of it take shape? Um, I appreciate it. Yeah, I <clears throat> there's a lot of like refining for sure. I, I I've like the weird thing with me with lyrics is that I don't actually like sit down and write lyrics. I let whatever comes come. Like just in, a, a line will come to mind or something when I'm just like strumming, and then usually that like weird natural line where I don't know where it came from will often be the sort of like centerpiece, and then I just sort of like through repetition of playing is how I write. Like I don't sit down and, and be like my song about this, it begins, you know, like it's just a weird sort of meditative repetition. And then lines that lines will come and go, you know what I mean? Or like, you know, and I'm sure you've like heard people talk about this or I have like, there'll be a few lines that I know are placeholder lines that like at some point I'll, I feel like could be improved. But the one thing I try not to do is ever change the like, that weird natural thought that came to mind. Cause that's where some of the magic is for me. I'm like, it's, it's so not intellectual. It's like, where did that come from? Okay, cool. And then let me like buffer it with some things I have thought about, you know? On say like forever night, for example, then what was that line that first came to you? That was at the heart of it. That's a great question. Um, I was actually th- like, I mean, honestly, like it, that was like an experience where I had left someone who I just thought was so, wonderful and I was like in the city driving home and filled with this feeling of like love you know and I was like so activated so actually the like the bridge like chorus thing where it's like I want you to fall in love with me I must be clear about that like that was almost the impetus of the feeling you know like that's such a weird basic line and then everything grew around it but it was then sort of buffered by this idea of like just driving through the city and being really activated by being among and just, you know, like just being among all these other people who are having their own stories and their own experiences and the excitement of that. And, um, and then as I, yeah. And then like, then the beginning started to come and, and then I, I still at this point, I'm like, I feel like these lyrics are from something else, but I don't think they are. (laughs) I haven't found out yet. You know what I mean? There's some, I don't know. We'll find out. So I don't think so though. There's like some punk songs that I feel like get close to it, but I feel like I know the ones I'm thinking of and they're not the same. So, yeah. How much of this record was made at night then? Kind of continuing with one of the motifs that that runs through and is very much present on that. I mean, from the first line, really, on that first Yeah, line. yeah. I mean, that's when I really... It's, it's changed, but I do, especially like, like during the pandemic and, and even now, like I... I do get really energized at night and, and I, so most of it, most of it. Yeah. It was like, it was like the centerpiece of what I could still do, you know, when night fell, like, and I used to go to shows and I used to see friends, you know, like all those things are gone for all of us. And like, so it just became like a centerpiece of like, well, I do have something I'm going to do tonight. Like I'm just going to write. And, you know, I, I didn't know how to record at all. So I, learned how to basically like record a little at home and demo. like it would just became like the centerpiece of my days, you know, which 
again, was like a really nice reminder of like just how music will be there for you, you know? So yeah, I, I mean, a lot of it, yeah. It's interesting that you're saying, you know, it was a reminder of, of how music could be there for you. When was the last time before this that it, the music felt like it was really where, there for you in a similar way? I mean, oh, you know, always. I mean, I'm, I don't know. It's just gross, you know? I'm more on it than ever that it's like, I mean, literally the other night I had a thought like music is salvation, which is very heavy and a weird thought that came to mind, but I'm like, it's the only salvation, you know, uh, which is pretty heavy. So I don't, I don't have to run with that, but like, I don't know. Like I, I just more than ever, I'm like, cause, cause lately I've been back to like writing again and then kind of demoing the songs at night at home. And it's like, just been thinking lately like it's the one thing i do where i or not the one thing but it's something i do where i always i can get lost in it and i there's so many things you can get lost in that don't feel that good afterwards right or like yeah that maybe aren't that good for you and i'm like it's the thing i can get lost in that feels good after and is good for me <laughs> you know like and that's a really hard thing to find so it's it's always regenerating for me and, and, you know, and then you make changes to make sure it keeps regenerating, you know, it starts to get to sale and like a particular band or a particular like way of doing things, you know, but I think as long as you're like serving it by making changes, it'll always serve you. It's funny that you use that word at the start of that to salvation, you know, music is salvation. Cause that is another one of the motifs lyrically of this album where it feels like religious imagery is cropping up. To a certain degree, I know Jesus gets a name check a few times as well. Where did you, were you conscious of where you were pulling that from? Or is that one of those instances of things that are kind of coming out and you're not really sure where exactly they're rooted in? Yeah, I just let it flow. You know what I mean? Like, I try not to, that's what I'm saying. Like, I want it to be a place where what comes is what comes. And I'm, if I get you into editing, then what am I, you know, on some level, I'm editing based on like, someone else hearing it and and then where we, you know then it's like the cat chasing its own tail which, you know what i mean like so I, I just like feel like one thing that's i've started to notice is like you know i was i grew up like in this catholic like irish catholic household you know like like a lot of weird not even weird just a lot of like catholic sentiment got in there and then like i never continued that I, it was just like put in there and, and i think like it's really interesting. I think what I'm really writing about, like when that stuff comes up is like seeing like love and like universal love as like a path, you know, like, a, so it's not religious and it's, it's, you know, it's like, it's me contending with whatever got in when I was young, but like in my own adult life as someone making choices about what my values are, like they are still this sort of like idea of following like a sense of, universal love for others that is is an unseen thing you know so there is like a spiritual component but it's it's definitely not religious and then i think just sometimes it's fun to bring that stuff in as a metaphor almost. like it's it takes away you know what i'm saying like in a way there's there's like you probably shouldn't be using those things as a metaphor for your own like love or romantic love or universal love. i think it, maybe does it come back to the core thing at religion too which is the ideas that it preaches are in themselves inherently great it's just that one organized religion comes into the picture yeah of course i mean these are basic you know these are basic yeah exactly like like i just think it's fun to kind of have nothing sacred in terms of what you reference but like i do think that 
it's somehow they're working through me and then in like my own choices like there's some like i so the it's there's one reference that's like a you know uh in the brothers karamazov there's the, the grand inquisitor chapter and like there's this whole thing where it's supposed to be a meant in, uh, uh stand in for christ right and i just i like like you're pulling in like literature and religion but really this is just a song <laughs> about my affection for somebody you know and i love that like if my like love for somebody is so big like i'll bring in the biggest possible historical references to show like as a way as like a testament to like how big this feeling is do you know what i mean they're like stand-ins yeah. for like a very big value system and then because we all have this connection to them they work very efficiently on a universal level of conveying exactly that. exactly what else can you think of outside of religion, you know, that can have a similar effect to that in terms of universal symbols that are kind of able, you can utilize them in songwriting and they're always going to impact everyone in some way? Yeah, that's why I, I do. I like to reference like films and literature and like, you know, they're often pretty subtle, but I like, I feel like they just allow me to be like this, you know, again, if I'm writing like a more romantic song or like a platonic love song, like it's a way of saying like, this is how big this feeling is. It's as big as fucking yeah like jesus or casablanca or fucking you know i don't know i mean i have a lot of like specific you know like or or yeah or or um fucking uh the divine comedy right like it's as big as these feelings whatever you know what i mean like that's how big my feelings i was speaking are. to someone on the podcast the other day who referenced that in their last record too. really yeah, yeah, nice. yeah who was it uh frank turner english kind of singer songwriter guy all right yeah that one in particular, there's so much to dive into and that you can kind of just pick little bits from that work very nicely and give it a certain gravitas when you pop them in there. Yeah, and that's the fun of like songwriting is like you can, there's such an economy to lyrics that, you know, writing prose wouldn't get the same effect. You know? For me, I'm just not good enough at writing prose. Had you ever tried to write prose? Yeah, yeah, yeah for a long time. Yeah. And, and I, I just at a certain point was like, well, I always take these breaks and write music. This is writing too, and I love it. It's what I've done my whole life. Why am I working so hard to avoid this? Why do I see one form of writing? Not even elevated, just like what I'm supposed to do. Because I couldn't possibly like write a song. I guess that when you were writing prose at the same time as music, did that take the pressure off music a little bit? Yeah, exactly. And that's the key. That's like the way like you make some changes and it like gets the chance to regenerate, you know? So yeah, I was always trying to like, I have a whole like, weird journalism path that i followed for a while and then i was like that led to like trying to write fiction and then that led to write trying to personal essays and, and not all of it's bad but i just there wasn't a lot of pleasure in it ever whereas like music yeah you work at it and it's sometimes you're really lost in it but it was always pleasurable to me well it's difficult too because Sometimes people say that if it's enjoyable to make, it's not that enjoyable to listen to. But have you ever found that to be the case, or is that sort of a myth? No. Who says that? <laughs> That's kind of well. I, I'm not thinking so much for music, but like when it comes to films and that sort of thing, it's the age-old thing. Yeah, it's a lot I of fun mean, to make. It's different for everybody, you know. But I will say, like, and I, and there are frustrating moments when you're creating. I'm not like saying like it's all a breed, you know, like la 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 another tune you know like but i am interested in like pleasure and like fun and play and like joy you know like i don't I, that has to be there and that you know that is there for me in music 
but everybody's different, you know? I mean, I, 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 you know, they're like, I'm sure there's albums I love that were incredibly painful the whole way and there was no joy in it. And I'm so grateful they went through that to make the record, you know? But I, I just think that when I was writing a lot, I would talk to like other writers and it was just this like heavy, like, ah, I always hated what I do is bad. And I, you know, and I, it's like, I don't know. I don't, I want to enjoy it. I want to find like joy in each part of the process. Doesn't and that's not like like happiness necessarily, but just some sense of like joy, like some deeper feeling of like this feels good. Some know? kind of fulfillment. Yeah, and I, I would argue that anybody who's even if it's torturous to make something, they're still finding you know, it's almost like semantics. Like they're still finding some joy in it. What role does releasing play in that joy and fulfillment do you need to release in order to get some sense of joy from it or could you just make music and not put it out there and you would be as happy yeah that's a great it's i think it's a key thing because like i think you release it just to make the space to keep making stuff that's the way i see it like there's something about i I don't i have a lot I, i have a lot of like difficulty like sharing stuff or like announcing you know this is out or you know like it's it's uncomfortable for me like i that's not a fun part of it you know to like um, in any way like promote it or whatever you know what i mean like obviously playing shows the fucking best you know but yeah i'm not like sharing stuff is hard for me and i've like realized like i just have to do it because that clears up the psychic space to keep making stuff and making stuff is what i really like so it's almost like you have to do that just to get back to like making things. And I don't, I, I've always like, I've kind of had this idea of like, well, the song or like a thing, like a song is like half finished until someone else hears it, you know, like it's so, so people who like are making a masterpiece, but they never share with any, anyone, then it's not, it's never done. You know, it's only done once it connects with someone else. You know? So I, I, I love like the, the idea that people are finally hearing the songs, but I just have to stay away from the like, it's just hard for me to talk about it. It's hard for me to do stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like I just feel yeah. like embarrassed or like slight, like whatever, like, uh, you know, there's some shame in there of like, who am I to even do this stuff? You know, so. I, I think the thing with music is, well, and I always say this is that when we're doing interviews, the whole point is that you're kind of taking things that can't be translated and putting them into music and turn yeah. them into, yes. you know, if you want to call music a language, yes. you're putting it into that. Yeah. Trying to translate it back, it doesn't really work in the same way. <laughs> no, it'll always be clumsy, <laughs> yeah. When did you, how long have you kind of been sitting on this album for? How long had it been written and kind of good to go? I recorded it last March, um, but, you know, I was writing up until, like, we recorded, basically. You know, I'll usually... Yeah, I'm just kind of writing constantly. And then, you know, at a certain point, you're like, okay, these all feel like something together, you know. But yeah, I'm just always writing. I mean, that's what I'm really, that's what I really enjoy. I mean, there's a lot of parts about it that I enjoy, but like, I, it's kind of what I just said. Like, I'm just trying, like, this, this, as long as this thing can run where I can get back to like writing and having some sense that like it might connect with someone down the road, then it's working, you know? So. It's just kind of constant for me. There's a line on Midnight as well. I'm probably paraphrasing a little bit, but you say something along the lines of, I don't regret anything I said, so I'm just here to say what I mean. I Yeah, I, I don't want to regret anything left unsaid. Left unsaid. Yeah. In terms of the, the, the latter half of that, so I just want to say what I mean. 
how indicative does that feel of the the lyrics on this record? How much of it do you feel is quite matter of fact, and how much do you feel is more mass than perhaps metaphor? And oh yeah, that's, a, that's a good question. Um, I don't know. I think it's pr- things are pretty literal. Like I, I like kind of like what we've been talking about. I appreciate getting a chance to talk about it. Like I really want to mix the like obscenely literal, obvious idea with imagery. Like that's just a fun combination for me, but like, I think things are pretty direct, <laughs> you know. Like, like it's like that's what it's funny. Why it's funny to talk about it. If like a song is called "Let Me Let It Go," then saying like it's about like letting things get, you know, it's so clear, you know. Um, and then I just want to like sort of like yeah bolster things with like imagery or whatever, whatever's coming to mind. But I think it's pretty direct. Yeah. It's funny though. Cause you proceed that song. Let me let it go with slow dancing at the wax museum, which is probably like on the other end of the spectrum in terms of the record and the, yeah, the it's true. Yeah. Like you say imagery. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm wrestling with, you know, <laughs> <laughs> that's why I need it's the back and forth, you know, did that balance feel different in any way on this album compared to what that you had done previously? I think things are getting more focused. Yeah. I mean, that's, it's just a journey for me, you know, like, it's just like, all of it is getting closer to like, some core intent of what I want to try to, how I want to try to connect with others, right? Like, I feel like the service of making things is that if you get more specific about what you're like your feelings or what you're these these you know then it's it's a better service to someone else because it connects more with them so i'm just trying to like sharpen the instrument to like better connect with someone who can be like oh i really connect with what's going on here i understand it i appreciate the thoughtfulness like i so for me when i hear a record or read a book or get so excited when i see how carefully considered something was this is like gift that they made for me you know and all these other people but i want to do that like i want to keep making it a better gift for somebody you know so that's the that's the evolution it's like how can i get more specific to better like excite someone the way that i've been so excited by one of the really interesting things about that idea too is you know with yourself being quite involved in the music scene when you connect to a piece of art created by someone that you know is the feeling different in any way than when you say read a book from someone who's been dead for 50 years? Does the personal connection feed into the, the perception of the art in any way? That's a good question. I mean, I think, and maybe you could relate, like I think when, well, that's what I love about art is that you could, yeah, someone could have been dead for all these years and you're like, I feel like I know them. I feel like I connect with them, right? So you're having a conversation. Yeah, and that's, that's magic. Like that's time travel, you know? Like that's what I love about like music is like the way I felt about a song I wrote a year and a half ago. And like that first night where I was like, Ooh, it's finished. Like that excitement. I feel like someone could potentially hopefully feel that in like five years from now, we're having a dialogue like five years through time. So, and then I think like, just, yeah, with, I mean, part of like what I love about like being in this like really supportive music scene is like, it's both. It's like, I, you know, you have your friends, like watching your friends grow and, and, and being on their journey of like their music and like them, then writing songs that you're like, oh, this is like a song of my life. And it's made even better because I know the person, but like, yeah, it, it, there's a sweetness to it for sure, but it's not, 
I think like the pieces of art that I've really connected with, I do feel some identification too. You know, that's so special about it. Is that like you're communicating with yourself? Like what you were saying there, you know, when you look back and you remember the night that you wrote it, perhaps? That never quite happens for me, like with my stuff. Yeah, like say you're working on a song, you know, a year and a half down the line. Does it ever feel like you're in conversation with yourself yeah, when you're well, working on Yeah, well, not with ones sense? that are finished because, you know, then you, it gets hard. You just lose it, you know. You can't hear it the same way as that night where you're like, ah. But I will say like certain abandoned songs will then pop up, like certain abandoned lyrics. Like I was working on a song last night. I was like, oh, wait, I wrote these lyrics years ago. They, they just came to mind again. And maybe they'll find a home here, you know um in that in that way yeah but i don't you know i think like a lot of people you probably talk songs because i mean i can't you know i'm not i don't have like deep shame but i'm just sort of like it's it's not i can't get back to that feeling of how i felt when i first made it i guess you would have to change it or add something to it then for it to work perhaps yeah i mean again i don't have anything i'm just i've never been some like my punk band from when i was 15 i'm not one of those people who's like so embarrassing i'm like yeah you know like I, we were doing what we could do, you know? I don't have a lot of, like... I don't know. I don't have a lot of embarrassment with what I've done. I so so some people you'll talk to, they're like, I can't listen to that stuff. I'm not that extreme, but I also... It just doesn't do anything. I just don't... <clears throat> I'm more interested in whatever I, like, worked on two nights ago to listen to the demo like, when I'm driving. Yeah. It's not healthy to be embarrassed by, by what you've done, say, five years ago or when you're not in your high school either. Yeah, I don't... Because if you live like that, you'll never really be satisfied with anything. Yeah. Because every 10 <laughs> years, you'll... Exactly, you know. yeah. I, I, I really am, like, very interested in, like, steadiness and, like, continuity. And even if things change greatly or you change greatly, like, you can still understand the part of you that was, like, trying to express themselves, you know? Or just at least have, like, forgiveness for that, for that younger you. What was the last new skill that you I was going to say mastered but perhaps just got really good at when it came to music so never really mastered anything you know we're always learning which is I think one of the lines on the album as well actually yeah yeah something yeah. along those lines yeah, yeah. yeah um I'm just still learning how to play guitar you know like I'm a really rudimentary guitar player I think I started playing guitar like five years ago they were like always around you know like at rehearsal space you know and and everybody hates it when the drummer like, picks up a guitar, you know, so. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, like, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm learning guitar. I'm, like, now learning how to, like, maybe just basically record at home. Like, I'm just, like, it all feels rudimentary, but what I like about it for me is that it, it allows me, like, there's so many things I've done forever, so it injects, like, some newness into it. Like, I've been around writing songs since I was a teenager, but now I'm, like, still learning like how to play them on guitar or like learn a new chord or something i think that that balance keeps it kind of interesting for me and and, and almost yeah. allows me to like write simple music that maybe i wouldn't if i had you know whatever you know i think that there's still a sort of like childlike excitement for like writing a song you know so which which is cool for me and hopefully it, it sounds good to other people you know <laughs> I think Damon Albin from Blur does the same thing. I've heard him talk about that, where there are certain instruments that he'll always just keep at a childlike level of knowledge in terms of how to play them, because he finds it very inspirational to go back to them. And in periods when he's having writer's block or whatever, and you can always get something new out of it if you're quite fresh with the instrument. Totally, I love that. I mean, I think, you know, there's like beginner's mind, right? I think it's in yoga. Yeah, probably, right? Yeah. 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 
I really love that. I think that's really important with music. You know, I'm not, I mean, in a way, to, like, like doing things like with a beginner's mind allows me to like tap into some of that excitement that we always like when someone makes the first album or the demo or, you know what I mean? Like the first single, like, you know, it allow, like, I think if you keep kind of changing things, then you're, you're still like coming to things in a new way. I think too much expertise can really, it's, it's just not what I'm interested in, actually. I should always say that, like, because there's like incredible music made by like such dedicated players who are just virtuous and i love that like that music means a lot to me so it's just by necessity and also by like what i'm interested in like just you know just getting into like punk music like when i was really young and then that feels like a good like way for me to express myself even though i listen to such a variety of music that's the beauty of it there's so many ways to do it and it can the most virtuosic incredible performance of music can touch me just as much as like people who don't know how to play their instruments at all you know that's like the magic of it yeah it comes back to what we we're saying about the idea though of it being able to translate things and that it doesn't matter how you present them it's that if you're putting something authentic and true into it yeah yeah exactly it doesn't matter exactly. how you're presenting you have to find it what it's going to impact your emotion on yeah. some level you just find what that is for you you know does that or how would you say that has changed for yourself you know over the last 10 years or so i don't know i, I think like like i want to find a balance of like a consistency of like approach with like never being scared to incorporate newness or like new ideas or like growth. I, I think it's all about balance. You know, I think like we watch people get kind of ossified music, you know, it, the thing becomes self-aware, like a band or like a person can be like, I am the person who makes songs that sound like this, you know? So it, it, then it, again, it's like a reverse engineered thing. People become too self-aware. So I think like, I'm really interested in like consistency and like, you know, just sort of like, I think that's very like attractive to me and other artists because I'm like, ooh, there's like a trust there. Like they care enough about me to be consistent, but it can, it can go too far and then it can just sort of be on autopilot. So I think for me, it's been about like finding a balance of what, like finding a balance of like a sort of consistent approach to music making and art making while being totally open to like, new ideas new kinds of music new ways of doing it like um like just really like listening like paying attention to what's going on and that is that is kind of like the first song like forever night that's a lot of like that which is like i'm so grateful to not only live in a city but like also just like i just always want to kind of have that humility of like let me sit back and see what's actually going on and what other people are doing what other people are saying and and let that inform me like i want to bring all that into this life while also like humbly and consistently kind of do my thing you know? <laughs> and the thing with forever night as well is that particularly when you come back to upon you know re-listens of the album it feels like quite a complete introduction of where your headspace is at making this record and you're kind of packing all your thoughts and opinions and summarizing them in this one kind of burst of a song that bounds along and bounds out of the gate yeah exactly it, it it is like a statement of purpose you know yeah for sure yeah one i guess the last motifs that we haven't touched upon yet is the idea of dreams and something that crops up in that song you know you reference them and then i think even slow dancing at the wax museum there's there's references to them and again throughout the rest of the album how would you describe your relationship to dreams and what they mean yeah, to you? I, 
Yeah. Well, I think in the context of that, like I'm kind of just talking about this like free space where my mind is allowed to wander. And I think that like I think the gratitude I have to still, still make music is like I am afforded a place where I can just freely let my mind wander and like um, kind of like explore like a lot of my like I feel like music and like my songs and what I'm trying to express is where I can like just like I feel unload some of this insane romantic nature right like this like you know I feel like burdened by how much of a romantic I am and how like sensitive i am all day long to everything which like in my life i have to do work to sort of like turn down the volume of that to just be a better person or be a more like be you know just a better person for other people but like music is the realm where you can just let your mind like indulge right like like it's just a place to just be like this is like the dream space where i get to like you know make room for this like insane weird sensitivity and like you know romantic spirit you know and so so to me the whole endeavor is like i just want this thing to run so i can continue to get a space to do that and the, and the hope is that like it connects with some other person who also has those feelings or whatever then it's complete you know? <laughs> so yeah that's what it means to me you know so it's just like a space to like take these this extreme sensitivity and actually make something out of it that hopefully connects with others whereas like in my day-to-day life it's something that i sort of want to evolve past just to be able to be present in my days or be present for other people catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi Mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started 